Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes, I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. What is up, clitorati? As we enter our three-year anniversary with Masturbation May, we took the time to look back at the 158 episodes to remember what our life was like before pleasure and embracing the word pussy in a community of women. It's been the most profound privilege to dive into the world of taboo integrated into our lives, boot the people and the habits who didn't serve us or our higher good, learn how to set boundaries and practice this term of being embodied as a lifestyle and along the way, just share everything with you. I mean, it's, I think it's, there's very little we've held back. And most of those been because we're just been processing. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think about who we were that mm-hmm. first day in the studio or even when we first started the book club oh to where goodness. we are now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, can we just take a moment to get present to that? Like, like, sugar, you started the show in a, as a heterosexual woman in a monogamous marriage, right? This is true. <laughs> I was in a completely different relationship with like three children. <laughs> Katie had no children. <laughs> I had no children. I was married. I just yeah. remember uh, the, our first recording. We, If you listened to Clit Talk from the beginning, we had nine incredible women. So it really was starting this in a community of women. And um, I had a concussion the night before. I actually went to the hospital after we recorded our first episode. Oh my God, that's I right. I had gone unconscious. And remember we did, we like gave up the timeline And all of you made me lay down. I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I feel weird. I need to go to the ER after, but I'm good to to roll. And you guys all made me lay down in my living room. You pushed all the furniture out of the way and you all circled around me, put your hands on me and did a healing ceremony of some sort. Mm -hmm. And I had never really had that experience. So let me ask you guys a question. I'm going to flip the script on us today. Let me ask you what, so I would say really what we've discovered in 158 episodes is now what we are participating, I'm going to say participating in mm-hmm. because, and I'll make the distinction after I say it, we're participating in a pleasure positive life. And um, uh, what we really witnessed is a pleasure positive life is not a destination, it's a journey. And there's been incredible tools and experiences and community that we've used to really sustain this journey for ourselves, right? Is that accurate, ladies? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what I want to ask you is take, like going back to that first episode or when we were in the book club, what was your life like before you really started participating in what it takes to live a pleasure positive life? What was the thing that made the biggest difference for you? And what is your life like now? Oh my gosh, I'm going to take a stab at this. Okay. And while I'm taking a stab at this, I'm going to hold my new stress toy, which <laughs> is the Rose 2 by Bush. It is not only my favorite vibrator for pleasure, it's also I'm holding it because it, it's just like 
has that. You guys, this is real. We, this is not just Take a plug a from the show. She's like, she's looking in the screen. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's like, you. it feels holding, so holding soothing. It. It's, it's really so silicone, uh, medical grade silicone. It's really soft. It is really, it, it is, is the softest vibrator I have. Like no joke. It's so it nice and feel comforted. So, so back okay. to the question. So, yeah. So what was your life like before? Life? Oh what gosh. was the, what was the big, so we've, we've, and what we've discovered is there's different distinctions, right? In living a pleasure positive life Absolutely. that we're, actually creating a free course <laughs> that we're going to introduce to people. We'll tell you more about that later. And what is your life like now, now that you've had the breakthrough? All right. So let's just, let's just rewind. I'm in a monogamous marriage, not expressing any of my bisexual tendencies, which I was always a little bi since the age of five. Like we've talked about this many times. I've always explored with women, but unexpressed. Um, almost like I forgot about it. So I remember my husband and I are in Vegas <laughs> as monogamous people. And, and you're, and you're, and you're straight at this point. You're heterosexual. No, I'm just, I'm just being, <laughs> you have forgotten oh, yeah. that you were bisexual. Yeah. I'm Katie. Well, basically. You've presented, you've presented as a heterosexual woman at this point. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Katie and I were twins. Oh my God. <laughs> we were leading the same life. Um, we're like, we're the married. I literally chicks. signed your marriage documents. Me and Ethan signed that. <laughs> oh my God, remember that's that? right. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're, we're in, we're in Vegas and, you know, we had some fun that night. And so we get back to the hotel. My husband's feeling super open to talk about things that we had never talked about. And he looks at me and he's like, do you still like women? And I was like, and he's like, well, because if I was you and I was bisexual before I got married to someone, like I'm trying to understand what that would be like. And what's so crazy about this is that this is a desire that I had that I'd never acted on. I had certain limitations that had me just not even think to align myself to my deepest desires. So. Um, the opportunity in this moment was almost like my, my husband was like probing at me, like almost, it was like that opportunity to see an opportunity to actually seize the day and bring this desire into fruition because my desire was, I wanted to still be with women too, you know? Right. And so he asked me this question. He's basically like, are you still gay? I'm like, yes. He's like, so do you like any of your friends? I'm like, yes. Then you guys, if you've listened to season one and two, like know that it was a woman that was in the, our cast in the very beginning. And, um, I got to have after that conversation, you know, we took some actions because he was enrolled in my desire. Now that I was able to be like, yeah, wait, this is my desire. And being like, I'm going to be true to this because the only And so way- what was, what was the distinction or episode or tool that had you be able to have that conversation with him? So al- aligning with your desires. And what did it take for you to actually mm-hmm. align with your desires? Well, um, it really made a difference that my partner created a safe space in a conversation for that to even come forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was an inquisitiveness to him that that made that a little easier. <laughs> well, but, and what I what I saw is you had been you had been dropping hints and nuggets for a few months before this conversation happened because you had sort of to you had started to uncover it in the book club and on the show first within like the community that we had created because you felt you could talk to people for the first time about this because you felt alone before. 
Yeah, totally. It was just like, oh, I can't do this thing anymore. Yeah. Um, so definitely 100%. Um, and so I think we all know now, but what, what, what is your like life now? like now? I mean, exactly. <laughs> I know. It's so well, funny. I think, I think we know the things you do, but maybe you could answer to the embodiment state of it. Like, who do you get to mm. be? Who do you get to wake up being every morning? Like everybody knows if they listen to the show, you're in a committed non-monogamous marriage, right? Right. But what is the communication like with your husband now? Mm. How do you feel when you wake up every morning? Oh, wow. I feel so heard. Um, I feel so heard mm. <laughs> and understood, um, which is a really powerful place to, 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 to start from, yeah. I would say. Just knowing I'm heard, knowing my voice matters, knowing that my pleasure matters. I'm unabashed, as you hear me in the show. I'm an unabashed stand in my life, though. Like how I be on this show and the stories that I tell and the sort of like, who has the audacity to do things like enroll a bunch of adults in musical dicks? Right? What is that? <laughs> who has well, the someone, audacity? Someone who's connected to their desires. Like, yeah. so you were, you were feeling disconnected and alone before this. And now yeah. I just hear that you are completely self-expressed, known. Like there's no secrets. You get to be yeah. who you are in every area of your life, even with like Absolutely. your family, with your husband, oh, with yeah. your friends. Even with my family. My family just joke about it with me. They're like, we don't listen to certain episodes, but we fucking love what you do. And they all know what I do. And now, yeah. you know, my husband's whole family, like there's like one of his sisters is, is a devout Christian, which is beautiful. And she's like, non-monogamy sounds so cool. This is so interesting. So I'm just like, I realize the more I live my truth and just be a stand for the desires and show up as connected, self-expressed person, like people, I'm normalizing this. Absolutely. I'm an, I'm an, I'm an osmo, it's through osmosis almost through yep. me that it becomes normalized in my community. Yep. So. It's funny when you start to kind of be like, hey, I'm a freak. You realize how many like freaks are out there. And I mean, freak is a yeah. compliment. It's like freak family. Um, okay, um, Katie. I also don't want to step over. You just kind of said, who comes up with musical dicks? Right. What what is not, what is the musical dick story? Basically one of my deepest desires coming true. However, I should probably say this probably was a fantasy and I don't know if it needed to be a desire that, that manifested. It might've been better as a fantasy. (laughs) It should have, it should have been kept as a fantasy. (laughs) It should have been kept as a fantasy. Did you, did you realize that halfway through playing musical dicks that this should have been a fantasy? Yeah. Once that dick I got him was, once I got the, (laughs) basically once the music stopped and then I was like, oh fuck, we're all going to have to suck this dick that's in front of us. (laughs) Okay. So musical dick is exactly what we think it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So basically, Sugar sent me, sent Lindsay and I a dick pic of six men lined up. No faces. Their dicks out. No faces. Just dicks. Yeah. We don't know who they are. Yeah. um, So that was the part one of the fun, right? So like having fun, like bringing that into the conversation. Because listen, every guy wanted to show off their dick. And every chick wanted one last little fun, playful thing. Like I could feel, I'm tuned into the environment. I'm like, all right, people want one last kind of Okay, so let me thing. so let me see if I'm getting this clear. Yeah, get you're it, you're it. ending some trip. You line up all these guys and you're like, we're going to play musical dicks. This I'm going to go goodbye. around. Were you like going around tapping people's dicks or like their shoulders? No. So here's how it goes. <laughs> all the, you see that picture you guys got? Yes. Uh, by the way, this will not be in the show notes, uh, people. 
That picture will not be in the show notes. It's not. It's for up for sale for a million dollars. Um, <laughs> it's a painting. <laughs> yeah, it's a painting. Um, it's in like, our merch shop. So, <laughs> could, you we imagine, could you imagine? Actually, I think merch? I think we should make a sweatshirt of a painting of the musical Dick's picture and sell it on that's a sweatshirt. Oh my god, that's such a great idea. I know. Yeah. Okay. So, so basically, okay. um, every, all those guys were lined up and it, they all were, it really brought so much play and fun. And then, you know, in that people start to see what they want. And I started to read the room and I'm like, some guys want their dick sucked in front of other people. Some girls are trying to suck some dick right now. Why don't I create a game? You know, and like this to me is just like gamifying desires and making making light of something that can seem so big. Like that conversation with my husband. Wait, wait. I want to I want to get to the logistics. Oh. Oh, <laughs> We're talking logistics. Everyone's lined up, okay? Because dick number one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Uh, all the girls, all the girls approach uh, their partner. Okay? Oh, got it. Their partner. We're sucking cock with our partner. Then I have the great idea to pull Oh, it's like two circles moving around each other. Dicks. No, no, no. All the girls are on their knees. Okay, listen very closely. Let me put my glasses on. Okay. Listen closely. (laughs) Oh my God. Kids. She's waving her rose too at us. You have six men standing. They all have a significant other. Each of their significant others comes, gets on their knees, grabs their penises and starts the dick sucking. That goes on for about a minute. Okay. Then I chime in. Sugar here. I chime in. I'm like, hey, you guys want to play musical dicks? And they're like, oh my God, wait. Oh, oh my God, I think I know what that is. Okay, let's do it. So this girl starts the music and the guys walk around. The girls are still on their knees, eyes closed. (laughs) The girls didn't move, okay? The girls went nowhere. The guys are circulating. And then the music stops. And wherever the music stops, you know musical chairs, but the thing is, you don't move a girl out in this one. It's not like there's a loser. Everyone got their dick sucked, okay? It was like a friendly so, game. Oh but that makes so it was, it was like speed dating, but at the end of the round, you suck whatever dick's in front of you. Well, so it was really okay, speed so, dicks. No, it's musical dicks, but nobody <laughs> no. loses. Okay, okay. I get it. I got it. I get it. That's an amazing so, game. We're going to sponsor an event in the woods. <laughs> It's a party I would never go to. But that's okay. Try to keep I, it on the DL, you guys. Try, try to keep this shit on the DL, all right? I don't want people finding out about this. I mean, okay. well, no you problem. did just share it with like 10,000 people, but that, that's okay. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay, Sugar, and myself have experienced true transformation in our lives by doing Clit Talk podcast, and we've been thinking a lot about how can we take our 150-plus episodes and take the best things and put it into a digital course to deliver to you so you can get your results fast. We are so excited, and we feel like we have created something that is going to provide value to you. We are launching a sample of our Sex and Empowerment digital course at the end of May. What we're promising is that at the end of five days, you'll have a whole new skill set to make more time for yourself, your pleasure, 
You're going to learn how to identify and communicate your desires effectively. Let me tell you, it would be awesome. The free five-day digital course will take place from May 24th to May 28th, and Clit Talk will be hosting foundation calls each day on Zoom. These calls will typically be about 30 minutes in length, so head on over to our Instagram and click the link in our bio for reals. Do this for yourself. It will only enhance your fabulous life. Hey, Clitorati. We wanted to take a quick minute to share about our Patreon. You know, we absolutely love being able to create weekly episodes and continue to normalize our message of pleasure on earth. Our Patreon is a monthly subscription crowdfunding platform that allows us here at Clit Talk to have the flexibility to expand our message without having to worry about how it's going to financially impact us personally. We are committed to expanding and creating new and exciting things like live events and a safe VIP community so you can share and be heard in real time. So if Clit Talk makes a difference for you and you'd like to connect with us on a whole new behind the scenes level, please consider supporting our Patreon. Your support makes a huge difference for us so we can make a difference for you. All right, um, Katie. Same question to you. So let's 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 steer away from musical dicks a little bit. Bring it back. Get back. Get bring it back, people. Um, so, Katie, same yeah. question for you. Let's go back to you know before we started this. What was your life like? What was the what was the distinction that helped you to get the like a breakthrough to living a pleasure positive life, like the ongoing mm-hmm. journey of it? And what was the breakthrough? What was the distinction and the breakthrough? And what's your life like now? So the distinction for me is I had a limiting belief. So I was, I had a series of injuries basically starting from my foot all the way up to my head. And I talked about the last injury that I had at the first recording was a concussion. I had been in bed for almost eight months recovering from different types of injuries. It was really weird. And it was all on the left side of my body, which I now know is my feminine side. So I was hustling, only pushing forward in work. That was really my main priority. And I, my only self-care was going to the gym. And I thought that that was enough. And um, my body was screaming to pay attention to what it needed. And I ignored it. So I kept getting injured. So that was what my life looked like before. And now I know that my um, pussy was basically just screaming to pay attention because I had never masturbated. It really wasn't even something anyone had ever talked to me about. And I was really uncomfortable in the bedroom. I didn't enjoy sex. I would do it, but it was like just something to check off the list so that I was doing my whatever like wifely duties. And uh, life overall looked really beautiful on Instagram and I was achieving a lot of things and I was deeply unsatisfied. And Mm. I kept thinking that I would find it in accolades and and work. And um, it just wasn't it wasn't everything and I was missing my life. So I had a limiting belief that um, my pussy was gross. Wow. And just to even say the word pussy now is still something that seems like something I shouldn't say. And I continue to powerfully use it in my life because 
it keeps me connected and listening to her. And I didn't know how to do that before. No one had ever even talked to me about that. So just starting a pleasure practice, just starting to play and then, you know, being a part of the show and doing all the different basically um, explorations that we've done is uh, really been life-changing for me. And I feel grateful to have been a part of all of it. And now I feel like I have a lot to offer uh, women who are in this space because one in five women have never masturbated before. And what my life looks like now is totally different. I've left my old job And I now do clit talk and I'm a mother full time. And I am using my background as a nurse to really infuse this conversation because it is a health conversation for me. That was what was missing is paying attention to my own health. And I was paying attention, but from a outsiders, like, how do I treat this? How do I treat this with Western medicine? Instead of looking and like, what am I missing in like, in my life, what am I not being responsible for? And it was my pleasure. I wasn't mm. being responsible for mm-hmm. it. And I didn't have the tools and I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And um, so... And so the, is the, so the breakthrough that you got is like being responsible for your pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's amazing. I mean, can you imagine if more people took that on? <laughs> Well, it would it would be I think it really would lead to <laughs> like what the peace. world would be like <laughs> world peace totally yeah we always say different totally different world um so I don't know if you listening are starting to get um a glimpse of um I'm going to share as well in a minute but we have really taken the time to we've been doing this for th- over 3 years now and we you know, we started with a mission wanting to make a difference and we've done 158 episodes. We've lived our lives through this journey. We've talked to some of the best, you know, experts and sexperts and doctors and had like tools and multiple courses and experiences. And we really, the three of us came together and we wanted to create something really extra impactful. You know, we always do something fun for Masturbation May and self-pleasure. And we really got that the message and the mission this year had expanded. And so what we've done is we've taken all of our experience, all of our knowledge from over 150 episodes and thousands of hours of studying (laughs) what it is to live a pleasure positive life. And we have put it into a free, that's right, free, free five-day live challenge that we're going to be doing. We're going to be live with you on Zoom. There's going to be assignments. There's going to be distinctions and tools. And this is really for anybody who is feeling disconnected or lacking a community or has doesn't have the time to figure out what their desire is, let alone make it real in the world. <laughs> like mm-hmm. You're like, must like, sound nice. Yeah, nice, must be nice for those people. This is the, please come join us in this free of a free five-day event that we've created. Um, we, we're going to go a little bit later into exactly, we're going to go through each day what we're going to do with you. Um, and if you want to sign up for that, um, you can just go to clittalkshow.com backslash self-pleasure. Um, and you'll get all the information there. Um, but 
I want to go back so to Lindsay. Uh huh. Yeah, has my your turn. <laughs> life. It's your turn now. You're in the hot seat. My life. So, so your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started the show in a totally different, long-term, committed relationship. It was monogamous, and then it was not monogamous, and then I experienced trauma from that. I don't think that non-monogamy is traumatic the way I experienced it was, um, and. I open myself up to, okay, am I bisexual? Am I whatever? And then I'm like, maybe I'm this, maybe I'm that. Like, it's all on the show. You can hear it. (laughs) And one of the biggest things on the show that I realized is before the show, I was in the relationship that I thought I should be in. On paper, it looked right. You know, he he was this guy. We lived in a beautiful home. Um, I had three, you know, basically stepchildren whom I loved, like from the outside, it looked like I was living this dream, you know, glamorous life. And the truth is, I really had no parameters for what worked for me in the relationship. And it got so bad to the point that the one deep desire that I know I'm committed to in my life, having children, I wasn't listening to the writing on the wall. I wasn't listening to my intuition. And it took me three years to get an answer out of this person that they had changed their mind about wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I could sit here and say like, oh, I was so shocked, but I wasn't setting pleasure parameters from the beginning and making sure that the relationship worked for me. It started off great, just like every relationship does. And then I was pushed and then I was pushed. And then I was pushed and then I was pushed to the point where it's now really taken me something to forgive myself, which is another one of the things that we really talk about to forgive myself. And what it ended up happening was I was thrown into like basically a mini mental breakdown and I had a rage coming up for me. And the thing that really got me through it was having a place to come back to. So one of the things that we talk about in the courses, we call it like the pleasure anchor. Once I was able to decide what my parameters are and know that I fucking deserve to have them honored and my God, if anyone's ever going to fuck with me again, <laughs> was this pleasure Bring it anchor, on. <laughs> right? Um, and, it's, and it's a tool that helps you get back to like what you're committed to, what your desires are, what's important to you, no matter what circumstance you're in. It's a way to access your truth and to be able to take like definitive action to make it real. So now fast forward, um, and it's an ongoing journey, right? Like I had the strength to leave that relationship and then my mom got cancer and I had the rage come up. It's an ongoing journey and it's something that I keep coming back to. And now what it looks like in my life and my relationships is I am, you know, we're expanding clit talk beyond my wildest dreams. And I am do I have fallen back in love with my job that I used to hate going to every day. And I'm in a relationship where we communicate and he actually puts my needs first and I put his needs first. And we just do that for each other naturally. And that is the type of relationship that I did not even think was possible. That Mm -hmm. there would be such unconditional love and communication and ongoing communication that I could ever have a partner that wouldn't shame me for my sexual kinks, that I was excited to, like, I just want to see him every day. I've never had a love like that. And I know that that wouldn't have been possible had I not done the work on myself first. 
So my life is literally completely unrecognizable. I don't even live in the same house. It's a completely different <laughs> life. And it's a life that I get to wake up excited and you know come to work meetings on Zoom with you guys naked if I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's, uh, oh, naked work days are the best. Man, I just yeah. got so present to that transformation that you had, Lindsay. Wow. And all of us. It's just like, yeah. Holy shit. We're, un- we're unrecognizable. Yeah. We are. We are. I mean, the things that we have manifested, like I feel like collectively, what we've all really taken on is, I mean, we get that when we're connected to our pussies, we can manifest anything we want. And I totally. think that all of everything we just shared speaks to like what we actually manifest. And it's not like this just happened. Like we knew what we wanted certain things. Like Lindsay, you knew you wanted to create being in a certain relationship. I knew I didn't want to be monogamous. <laughs> you knew something had to give and things had to be birthed. Little did you know it was going to be a child, but then- An actual birth. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Being pregnant was like the best masturbation ever because I was so horny. It was like- You were the horniest oh. ever. I Yeah, like the old Katie kind of disappeared and the hormones just took over and it was a blissful. Aw. You're like, I'm on leash and I'm ready for so you, Ethan. He's like, ah! I was so grateful that I had all I know. My husband didn't want to fuck me because I was pregnant, but I like fucked myself a lot. But I thank God you had masturbation. That's what I was saying. What would I have done if I didn't have those tools? I mean, I still probably would have been fearful of becoming a mother. Mm. And it was, it's been the best thing I've ever done in my life. And I know that mm-hmm. sounds really cliche, but I was 32 years old and not go. I was not going to have children still. Yeah. I always thought that someday it would change. And then I got in touch with a pleasure practice and opened my life up and got less fearful of everything. Well, I mean, think about it, Katie. If you think your pussy is gross, why would you want to bring beautiful life through that? Exactly. Exactly. And I had all these like stories in the past from like, mostly high school that Mm. I didn't even know were still in my thought sphere, you know? Yeah. So it really took identifying those things and being like, oh, wait, you had that experience too? Well, that makes me feel like I don't need to be so fixated on it. Like I can really let that go. And also have being able to have a conversation with my husband and he loves my pussy. He wanted to eat me out and I like wouldn't (laughs) let him. So obviously that's changed now. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And so so we wanted to expand, as you can see, obviously self-pleasure we still think is magical. And this year we wanted to expand it so that it could be, it really is a self-pleasure challenge. And that means pleasure in every area of your life. So so just to kind of walk you through really quickly what we're going to be doing, it's going to be a quick five-day thing. The first day, is really releasing those like self-limiting beliefs and establishing what we call a pleasure mindset. And then day two, we're going to have you really discover and align as you could hear from both Katie and Sugar sharing, they and myself, what we really did is we got present to our deepest desires. So it's we're going to create a space for you to actually discover and align on your deepest desires that you have for your life. And then day three, we're going to take you through that thing that I was sharing about we're going to take you through some technology to actually create your pleasure anchor so that you can access your pleasure no matter what your circumstances in your life are. It doesn't matter. And then day four, we're going to teach you an actual 
work that we've done in our leadership training and taken the best resources we have and put together a way for you to actually bring your desires to reality. Like you're going to walk away with an actions plan. And then we're going to really dig deep into this whole living a pleasure positive lifestyle thing that we keep mentioning on the show. We're going to give you a sneak peek at some more tools, how to dive into that. Um, and then Katie, what a, what what can we what are we promising the people that are going to sign up for this? So what we're promising is you will have a brand new skill set to start to look at what your what a pleasure positive life can look like for you. And I'm telling you, you're going to be able to light up any room you walk into because you're going to have shifted something in the five days. And our, another goal is to have you experience pleasure like you never have before. And also, if you're sitting there thinking, I don't know if I'm if this is for me, if we're talking to you, um, we're talking to you. We're talking to <laughs> anyone. <laughs> and that's no, from this the is... anomaly on the show. Sugar, right? <laughs> <laughs> the anomaly. The anomaly. Well, this really is... I think the reason why we're so excited about this is I really do authentically feel from the bottom of my heart. I am so excited to share this work that we've created with the world. And I really do think this is going to make a difference for people. We really do. Like this is our best work yet. Really. Like we were crying when we created it. So we just can't wait to share it with you guys and and hopefully to an ever increasing number of people. Because what would a world be like where everyone lived a life of pleasure, you know, and put pleasure first and had all the other shit work around it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's right. And I'm going to add an additional challenge here and say you're you just definitely thought of someone in your life when when Lindsay just mentioned that. So whoever that was, share this with them. Do this with them. Yeah, do it absolutely. Just absolutely. do it. Do it. <laughs> do it right. Lick, Lick it, it good. Suck this pussy just like you should. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's a really good point, Sugar. So yes. This is definitely something where you want to create community around and we're also going to be building community around you. So please come, bring your friends, go to cliptalkshow.com backslash self-pleasure and just get in this conversation with us because it's really life-changing. We're so excited to share with you and we love you guys. And we'll see you next Tuesday. You do it. You do it. Is that the end? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. And with that, Glitterati. (laughs) All right. With that, Glitterati, we're going to see you next Tuesday. We're going to see you in the challenge. We love you. That's right. Sign up. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Talk Show for your clit fix in between episodes.